Welcome to the Small Nonprofit Podcast with down-to-earth practical advice on how to get things done in your small organization. You are going to change the world and we can help. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this very special bonus episode of the Small Nonprofit Podcast. It is my pleasure to bring John Saunders from the Ontario Nonprofit Network on to talk about a new pension fund that they helped broker for Ontario organizations that is perfect for small organizations that want to invest in their employees. Uh, very low barrier and hugely beneficial. Uh, as well, he's going to talk about some of the other resources that are not Ontario uh, dependent that I think are really valuable to uplift our entire sector. Um, the Ontario Nonprofit Network is represents over 55 thousand nonprofits in Ontario, and they're focused on policy, advocacy, and services to strengthen our sector as a key pillar of our society and economy. This is such a great opportunity for small organizations that I ask them to be part of this special bonus uh, episode because we have such an incredible opportunity to invest in our staff and in retaining our staff in a really meaningful way without a lot of hassle, headache, or even that much extra money. So here's our conversation. It is my pleasure to welcome John from the Ontario Nonprofit Network to join us on today's bonus episode. Uh, John, welcome. I want to. <laughs> I want to um, hear from you a little bit about uh, today. Most I introed and let people know that we're talking about this new pension that organizations can participate in. Um, but I want you to tell me a little bit more about how the genesis of this, how you identified this as a need in our sector. Well, I really want to credit Liz Sutherland from uh, the ONN who really took this on. Um, I think it's been about three years. We've had two task forces, and uh, this is sort of the result of, of the work that she took on, as well as the, uh, the, 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 the task force members themselves from across the sector. So I want to give them credit first. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were approached, and we've seen it from, from our members, but also from the sector at large, uh, a real need for discussing what kinds of retirement benefits should organizations or can organizations realistically expect to be able to provide Mm-hmm. So it was a need that was a debt we saw coming from the sector. And uh, as part of the, the mandate of ONN is to respond to uh, these sorts of questions and not just looking at it as a service issue, but rather uh, how do we build something that's uh, for the longer term, longer view that fits with our policy and fits with the, the interests of the sector as a whole. Mm-hmm. And so why this particular gap? What is it about pension and retirement savings that uh, what's our sector's history with that, where you were able to identify that this is a need? Well, there's a, there, I mean, there is a real split in the nonprofit sector in Ontario, where we have more than half the nonprofit employers in Ontario with fewer than five employees, and just over 3% of employers who have over half the employees in Ontario. And that's, wow. so there's a real skew in terms of small organizations being able to have the resources, the capacity um, to be able to, to offer these sorts of benefits to their employees. Now, some of the larger organizations have already done this, so, uh, um, but it's, it's, been a real, it's been a real issue, and we're seeing questions around how do we uh, retain 
employees. We understand that maybe it's just uh, just over half the sector act, employees in the sector actually have full time permanent work. So there is some movement in the sector. There's concerns about contract work, and so there's just a beginning to really understand that if we want people to to build careers and to stay in the sector and to stay, if you want to say. Uh, healthy or in, in, uh, motivated and uh, feeling respected, that uh, we're, this is something that's, that's been important. Also, we've been reading a lot about, and you've probably been hearing a lot about, younger workers facing financial hurdles in terms of student debt load, in terms of uh, housing costs, and this, and this sort of so-called new nature of work where, I mean, my dad retired early with a full pension after working for the federal government for uh, 30, 35 years. So he was able to, to do something that many of us simply can't do. And so there's sort of this groundswell of concern and interest that, that has occurred over these past few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that this is such a great tool for small organizations, especially, but as you said, really there's, there's such a diversity of organizations across the province. Tell us a little bit about how the program works. Um, sure. Uh, the easiest thing to do would be to uh, contact OP Trust. They are the administrators of the, the pension plan, and you can go to optrustselect.com, and they have information there, and you can sign up through them. Uh, we have some interesting materials about the task force, so if you, if you want to understand the ONN journey a little bit more, you can certainly go to our website, uh, theonn.ca slash pensions, and there's some reports there. You'll find also a summary of um, some findings. We did a survey earlier this year of about, I think it was 82 organizations. And you can see some of the data that we got from that. It's not necessarily representative of the sector as a whole, but you'll see that among the respondents, only about 37 to 40% of the respondents actually had retirement benefits of any type for their employees. And only about 7% of the respondents actually had pension plans. So you've, you've got some, some, anecdotal data, but also a, a bit of uh, some of the, some other types of data that can give you a sense of just the, the sort of the skew that might exist already in the sector and get uh, a better sense of that. Um, in terms of administering, that's, I mean, we can dive into the weeds a little bit here, but the, the ONN is not administering the plan. We don't make claims to, uh, about the so the outcomes of the plan and that sort of thing, but we can speak generally about that. But generally, we we do support. We recommend the uh, the OP Trust Select plan, mm-hmm. and that's we see it as sort of the best way in for organizations who don't who are looking for retirement benefits for their employees and are the most suitable for the sector. I guess is the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. And it's a in many ways it's a start. Uh, and organizations may want to do more, and there's certainly <laughs> we're certainly encouraging them to do more. Mm-hmm. But definitely, if you no. don't have anything in place, this is such a great, easy opportunity. Can you tell us a little bit about the impact you hope it will have on organizations? Yeah. Well, one of the things that's come up has been organizations have been concerned about what happens with contribution rates that go up over time, what are the risks for a plan, and we've certainly seen in some private sector organizations who are the employers, the sole administrator for a particular pension plan, if they go under, uh, then that creates a whole series of concerns for for staff. So this plan um, is different. It 
it's meant for the sector as a whole. So that means that more than one organization signs on. So the risk in that, that sense is sort of distributed among different employers. And it, it's not administrated by organizations. So they don't, I mean, once they do the, the paperwork of signing up, mm-hmm. they don't have to administer the plan themselves. So that gives them, uh, that takes that sort of resource question um, away from, from them. And also the, the contribution rates are set. They're, they're set at 3%. 3% for employer, 3% of employees, of an employee's uh, annual salary. And the plan is that they will remain that way over time. So mm-hmm. they, we've, we've, there, there are different pension plans. There have been some concerns that in order to make, uh, to be able to follow through on their, their uh, contributions for retirees, that sometimes you've seen contribution rates go up. My understanding and the task force's understanding of, the, of uh, this particular plan is that it's, that's uh, there have been ways put in to minimize the risk of that happening so that it's, uh, you know, it's a lower end contribution rate. It certainly isn't, it, it, like I said, it's an entry level kind of uh, plan that gets people some retirement benefits and meets uh, a, good, a good deal of the requirements set out by the task force itself. What were those requirements? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> But basically, the workers should have access to a sector-wide pension plan. Again, one of the things we heard from organizations was, am I going to take on all the risk for administering a plan? And, you know, and sometimes funding is, is, you know, our funding may be up in the air or escalating costs. So a sector-wide approach reduces that level of risk. That's, mm-hmm. that's the understanding there. Uh, and it should aim to provide workers with a um, Combined with other uh, retirement benefits like CPP or old age uh, security, uh, around 70% of an income replacement. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go into the OP trust tables, you'll see that it's not quite 70% for all workers. Uh, but for people who are earning under $50,000 a year, which is a good chunk of the sector, getting close to that, getting maybe to anywhere from 60 to 65% of that with those other um, benefits certainly is achievable through this particular plan. So it was felt that that was kind of the balance that had to be struck there. Yeah. And the contribution rates, contribution rates were to be between three and at most 5% for mm-hmm. the, task, the task force identified to underst- understanding the, uh, the, the financial implications for organizations and for employees alike. So, you know, if it's deducted from your paycheck, if it's another line item in your budget, these are the sorts of things that people were concerned about. Excellent. So if any of our listeners are thinking, oh, this sounds interesting, but I'm not really sure if it's right for me. Can you talk about what benefits there are to signing up in terms of how it affects or should affect uh, employee retention, satisfaction? Like what are the what are the reasons why if you don't have anything else, this is a really good opportunity? Well, one of our uh, initiatives here at the ONN is our Decent Work Initiative, and it's a multi-year pro- uh, project, really, to look at how organizations can foster a culture of decent work in their in their in their workplace, but also across uh, the sector as a whole. And this pension plan is another plank in that. It's a way for organizations to invest in the, the long-term career of their employees, not just the particular project they're working on or the outcomes of that particular task uh, project that they're working on. But also, decent work involves uh, retirement, involves what happens when someone is career over. It's, it's, so planning for retirement 
uh, supporting, uh, a, it's also a flexible and a portable plan. The more organizations that sign on, the easier it is for employees to continue or to maintain their contribution rates in the same plan as they go through from workplace to workplace. So it's, you know, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it might be a bit of a cliche, but it is an investment in the future of your employees mm-hmm. and offers them something tangible that they can take with them as they go from organization to organization. And it is relatively straightforward in terms of how it's supposed to work. And it's, and it's new and it's unique. And I think it speaks to some of those uh, perhaps insecurities or concerns that we, we talked about earlier. But it, it's, it's not um, the only way to create a culture of decent work in the workplace, but it certainly fits within our intention of, of trying to get that conversation moving along. And it's a, great, it's a great example of what can happen and what we can show people to, to, to start making that investment. It does require financial commitment. But there are other things that we're also working on in the Decent Work uh, Initiative to, to sort of speak to that cultural aspect so that workers feel valued and employers communicate that, that the workers are valued and uh, sort of embody the values that a lot of nonprofits bring to the communities they serve and to sort of reflect them internally for their own staff. Mm-hmm. I think it's such a great low barrier opportunity. Can you tell us a little bit more about where people can find information both about uh, this as well as your Decent Work uh, project? I would recommend uh, just starting at theonn.ca. That's our website. And from there, you can see under uh, our projects, I believe it is, you can see the the Decent Work campaign. We also have a specific project looking at uh, Decent Work for Women, recognizing that the the workforce for the nonprofit sector is over 80% women in Ontario. So there's uh, a lot of different types of... uh, examples or data points and things. So starting at the onn.ca, for, for instance, will get you into the decent work. The onn.ca slash pensions takes you right to our pensions page. And you can, there's a Q&A there as well that covers some of these points if people want to delve into that a little bit more. And uh, you'll be able to see some of the other campaigns that we're working on as well. We're really trying to, to ensure that the work that we do works for the sector as a whole, but also fits well with the uh, already uh, existing work that we're doing and the ongoing work that we're doing so that we can have a more cohesive kind of strategy that fosters a, a sense of resilience. Uh, I know that there is a lot of uncertainty um, uh, for organizations, not just in terms of funding, but in terms of the longer term. And so we're, we're trying to put together solutions from the sector for the sector kind of thinking that, uh, like you were saying, you know, hopefully are low barrier uh, investments or, just way entry points. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is so great. And for those listening who are not in Ontario, although the pension itself is for Ontario organizations, all those other resources are valuable regardless of where you're located. So it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, John, thank you so much for your time and for all the incredible work ONN is doing in this space. Uh, these are really exciting new opportunities for the sector. So thank you. Thank you. Oh, and I just wanted to add, um, if people have questions they would like to ask me, I can provide my email address. Absolutely. It's john at theonn.ca. Amazing. Well, folks, that's it for today's episode of The Small Nonprofit. I'm your host, Cindy Wagman, and this show is brought to you by The Good Partnership. 
As a reminder, if you want more resources around raising more money for your small nonprofit, visit thegoodpartnership.com and download our free fundraising strategy guide. I'll see you next week. Thank you.